Good afternoon, I'm Raylene Ramsey. This is your afternoon news fix for Friday, the 8th of September. There's nothing separating the two Chrises when it comes to their level of popularity. A taxpayers' union-funded courier poll shows the leaders of both major political parties are sitting at 25% on the preferred Prime Minister rankings. Political editor Jason Walls has more. It might be neck and neck when it comes to voters' preference over the top job, but it's Chris Hipkins who has a higher net favorability ranking than his rival. That is, his level of favorability minus his unfavorability. In his case, it's positive 16%. And on this rating, he's miles ahead of Chris Luxon, who's sitting on minus 4%. Labour leader Chris Hipkins is doing all he can to shore up support in Uharu in a bid to prevent the seat flipping blue. He visited an engineering business that supports Cook Strait ferries with candidate Greg O'Connor, who faces a steep challenge from Nationals Deputy Nicola Willis. Political reporter Sophie Trigger was there. They took a tour of the workshop, the Prime Minister reminiscing about his own woodworking abilities at school. We made little storage racks for cassette tapes. Before speaking with workers in a room closed to media. A source later said a frank discussion about tax rates took place and later asked whether he won anyone over. Hipkins was unconvinced. Oh, who knows? The Green Building Council says Labor's election promise for rebates for energy-efficient homes is exceptionally positive. It's pledging up to $18,000 for double glazing, floor-to-roof insulation and ditching gas heating. Council Chief Executive Andrew Eagle says these are key to improving a home's health. He says they reduce carbon emissions, improve grid security and help with cost of living due to cheaper power bills. Hospitality NZ says National's Tourism Pledge would help businesses with staff shortages this summer. The election promise includes lifting the upper age for working holiday visas from 30 to 35 years and allowing people to apply for a second and third work visa to help ease employee shortages. Chief Executive Steve Armitage says mechanisms like this allow businesses to plan ahead. It's important that we look to train and attract as many New Zealanders as possible into into hospitality long term. But measures like this are certainly a good help for us in that short to medium term. A man who fired a shotgun at three men in central Wellington, critically injuring two, has been sentenced to four years in prison. Nick James reports. Open Justice reports Killerby's gang member Mana Lawson fired the shots at a rival gang in the early hours of the morning in April last year. One of his victims, Dickia Poe, was shot in the head and is still waiting on surgery to remove his eye. Lawson pleaded guilty to charges of unlawfully possessing a firearm and wounding with intent to cause grievous bodily harm. To sport headlines and their affairs star Warriors playmaker Sean Johnson could miss more than just Saturday's NRL finals match against the Panthers with his calf injury. New Zealand will have three regular IndyCar drivers next year after Marcus Armstrong signed a multi-year contract extension with Chip Ganassi Racing, joining Scott Dixon and Scott McLaughlin in the full-time ranks. And an upset as the new FL season kicked off with the reigning Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, beaten by the Detroit Lions 21-20. I'm Raylene Ramsey. That's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update tomorrow morning from the News Talk ZB newsroom.